Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Solaris Pizza of Conway. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I still think uh, on the defensive side, you know, out of the portal, I think you'd need a, a, a corner, a linebacker. Obviously, I think you would need an edge, edge and an interior. So there's four. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I think we need another interior offensive lineman. I think we're fine at tight end. I think we're fine at quarterback. I think we need a running back out of the portal and a wide receiver. So I think that's probably pretty close to eight right there. With John Neighbors. Every time you put him back in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in the tack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. And welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, got Ethan back there. Uh, doing the ones and twos from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is going to be a lovely Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. And we have a lot to get to today. We're going to do a little recapping of signing day. Give you the updates here from Sam Pittman. as He got to meet with the media. Eric Musselman as well as there's a Razorback basketball game going down tonight. NFL game tonight. Some big sports stories that we'll try to make some fun into. As well as getting you ready once again for the Christmas holiday weekend. And what's going on, Chris Kane? You're ready. you got the Santa hat on if you're watching online on uh, YouTube or social media. I like you the, uh, festive. the festive nature of yes. today's show. Well, you what know. is Santa going to talk trash about today? I mean, what is he not going to talk trash about? It's just everything that's bothering me. You oh, know? Yeah? yeah? Well, there's been plenty of that. With signing day, you know, there's always like... Trash talk. Grievances to air. But that's more so of what it is for Razorback fans, I feel like. Yeah. More so than anything. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and obviously it felt like, you know, if you're a Razorback fan, your face was kind of pushed in it yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you bite your lip over there? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a so, little on the nose um, of how much troll you on the billboard yeah. or on the social media side of things. Man, uh, I listen, I've I, we talked is about it. Is that a rivalry yet? Let me ask you this. Is I'm it in a rivalry now? They are doing everything they can to make it one. You and you and Justin Moore have both kind of said, like, I don't really care about him. Don't really care about him. Don't really care about him. Do you care now? I think yes. I mean, in the way of, I don't know, because here's the thing. We, I think we, me and you may have talked about this. When Houston Nutt was at Ole Miss, it was felt like it was more of a rivalry because of the guy. We, the hate, we hated Ole Miss. Yes. I did, but we both agreed, didn't really care about him before that. Right. Yes. And it's kind of the same thing, I feel like, with Missouri don't really care about it, but is it more that people are hating Missouri, or is it more people are just hating Eli Drinkwitz? Because all the other sports, they're irrelevant, you know, and it's not like there's you know, some sort of heat or some sort of anger or angst in any other regard. It's really just been Drinkwitz, and he's doing whatever he can to make it a rivalry. So, I mean, do you think, it like in your mind now, as someone who has kind of been like, eh, eh, mm-hmm. eh, pushing it off. And remember last time we talked about it, I said, how is this not? And I brought up, you know, different factors of, of, of what m- could make this a game that Arkansas Razorback fans should care about more. And even then it was still kind of like, yeah, but, but now, top rated player out of the state mm-hmm. and his teammate, right. who, who's, uh, who's a good player too, not only go there, but then the school puts up billboards in their hometown. Mm-hmm. And then the social media stuff. Um, do those were those the missing ingredients that I needed to add to your rivalry drink? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, again, they're doing whatever they can to make it be one. And the fact that they used me personally so much into their Arkansas and Missouri rivalry, like so much so they used me in their own hype video for everything, which I still am laughing about. It's they're it's almost like they as a collective program they want it to they be. want it we've to be. known that yes i mean that's been obvious and they're doing and i again i'll give them credit they're doing the right things to make it one because they are making it very easy to hate them but it felt like there was still something missing even mm-hmm. even just before this before getting the commitment from crutchfield and his teammate right. down at pine bluff and the billboards it felt like even still they were doing everything even after the game yeah it didn't feel like i mean yeah not really yeah it, it felt it's felt like for at least an arranged marriage, right? Yeah. And now it feels like okay, we're yeah. we're going to be you know 
we're going to be a- actual rivals now. Right. Because it's if you're t- using the analogy of an arranged marriage, which I agree with, now it's become where the wife is doing everything that she can to make the husband absolutely miserable and hate his life. And you resent him and you hate them for it. And now it's like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do the be- same thing, too. I'm going to try to make their life miserable. And that's how a rivalry can be born. And I think that that's... Now it's game beca- on. Yeah, because now okay. with Missouri handling it this way, it's like, yes... You are trying to make us miserable, and you're doing a good job of it. it so absolutely w- feels intentional. Yes, this, there is a lot going on with that. So, but that's what it took. It's just yes. it's, it's it's fascinating to me watching this. Is is like how are, you know I I listened to the morning show and Justin Moore's like I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, and I haven't heard his recent take on. It. I need to ask him. Right, but like you just kind of go, man. It just feels like it should be, and now I, I think the latest move mm-hmm. has has stamped it. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's official. There's, there's, there's mutual hate instead of a one-sided. And I also believe that with what Missouri football has done and what Drinkwitz has done, what, what makes it even more like annoying, I guess, is because this is their first winning season in a long time. Like This is their first winning season that they've had. And it's a great season. Don't get me wrong. They had a lot of success. Give them a lot of kudos and praise for that. But for them to kind of take it to a, like a whole like next-level thing where it's like, okay, you you had a great year. You deserve to celebrate. You know, I'd be doing the same thing if Arkansas was at this point, 100%. But this whole thing of we've arrived, we're, we're doing all this, you know, Eli running up to Josh Heupel, we stand on business, and running away, like, the stuff like that, it's just, it's more like annoying and trolling and just over the top, like, almost unnecessarily over the top, which, again, is funny to me. I gets think it's, it, it gets noticed, and it gets, gets attention, it gets people fired up. But it just makes me laugh how this is the way that it is going to become a rivalry. Okay, that's oh, that's if that's what you're going to do, then let's see. Let's let's make it happen. Take the best player from the state, mm-hmm. you know, and and because Arkansas has done that before and, up and in be Missouri. Loud about it, yeah, because Arkansas has done that before up in Missouri with several with times. Ronnie Wingo. Ronnie Wingo was one of them. Uh, they also did it with uh, man that offensive lineman from St. Louis. Brian is it Brian. <sighs> His name's going to escape me. He's yeah. number 60 for Arkansas back in the B on the day. But either way, he, I just knew that. He was... Uh, we'll come to you later when we're not on. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, he was like a, a four, bona fide four-star offensive lineman. That, so it's been, it's been happening a bit. But then, you know, even going back to the Doral Green Beckham recruitment, Arkansas... That's the more, I think, infamous moment, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Between these two schools in recruiting. Everyone. And when I say conference rivalry, too, yes, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Everyone, folks. Everyone. And I'm including the coaching staff for Arkansas knew that they were getting Doral Green Beckham like that day. Thought that they were. Yes. Yeah, thought that they were. Yeah, because yeah. I remember Kobe Hamilton tweeting out just WTF when the announcement was made because he was even like, "What?" So there's been build up there. There's still been things like that, but again, they're they're trying whatever they can to make it be a rivalry and. You know, give him, yeah, I think give him it credit. is now. Give him credit. Brian Wallace. Thank you. Brian Wallace was his name. There we go. Uh, I was going to say Brian Walker, but I knew that wasn't the case. But either way. Yeah, so it's getting to that point. But the the signing day and the signing class and, you know, seeing the rankings and all this, I saw, you know, fans are pretty uh, down in the dumps in their own mind. And they're like, this is stupid. I hate this. We suck. You know, all that. Like, going crazy. I don't know. I look at it as, is it really that different from what Arkansas has done in recruiting for the past, like, 10 years? I mean, on occasion, you'll get higher, but it's about where it's at, and you still have portal season going on. You still have the later signing period to happen. Not to say it'll get better, not to say anything like that, but it just I'm not looking at it as some sort of huge, massive L that Arkansas has taken when there's still a lot of time left, and as I mentioned yesterday, I'm bigger on the transfer portal than I am high school recruiting anyway. I heard you mention that yesterday, and I think it's also situational, right? Like right. where if you're a brand-new coach coming in, then setting the tone with the high school class and understanding, hey, we're we're building something here, right? Where you have – you want to lay your foundation with your high school class, and then you want to build your walls and your roof with the transfer portal guys that are going to complete mm-hmm. your product, but situationally, for Coach Pittman now in year, was this going to be five? Yeah, year five. Going into year five, the high school, the way the things have changed over the last four years in terms of recruiting and how impactful guys can be immediately on your team, you're going to see the impact from JUCO and transfer more than any high school player by by the numbers, by right. volume. Right. I mean, you might get one guy, and mostly skill position guys. Rarely do you get guys on the, on either side of the line being immediate impact guys 
um, unless they're just a complete freak five-star, which that happens. But mostly Arkansas hasn't had those guys. People on the line have been developmental. Bielema got a couple of top-notch offensive linemen. Dan Skipper. Yes. Um, and the player out of South Florida, please help me. Uh, it, with Oh, Denver Kirkland. Denver Kirkland, thank yeah. you. Those two guys were immediate guys, a four-star, and I think I think Skipper was a three-star. But he, we was a high three he was a high-three-star. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely going to be an impact early on just because of his size. Right. Again, size. Mm-hmm. But if you miss out on skill guys as freshmen, that's what, like the Crutchfield miss. That's yeah. one where you go, if he, was an, if he was a lineman, you go, well, that's kind of more of a developmental. You have to develop him. But when you miss out on a skill guy that could compete immediately, I'm with you. Transfer portal in year five, they better continue to rate it. Fortunately for them... They can. Right. The portal is yesterday, early signing period, whatever. I'm with you. That's stupid. Yes. Just, <laughs> just, just call it what it signing is. Signing period. Okay. Yeah. But at this point, I think all fo- take that disappointment if you're a Razorback fan and don't channel it towards a high school recruiting class. Right. Channel it into focusing on hope, hope that they can continue to build their portal class and continue to beef that up because that's going to be way more impactful next season than any high school recruit coming in. Right that's going to help them more than anything. And I, I, that's why I. Again, if you ask me, would I rather have Courtney Crutchfield or get the offensive lineman transfer from Tennessee and the uh, linebacker transfer from Georgia? I'm taking those transfers over Courtney Crutchfield. It's nothing against him. I'd rather have both. But I'm taking those Right. I mean, guys. sure, he's got a high ceiling. I'm sure yeah. he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's just more of, hey, for Sam Pittman, what do you yeah. need next year? You have to win now. Yeah, you got to do it. year one or two anymore. You are now at a position where you get the offensive coordinator hire that you wanted and that you think will help you win and that everybody's excited about. Mm-hmm. You got to win seven. I think you got to win seven next year, and very few high school players are going to help you get there, as opposed to some guys coming in from the portal. Exactly right. So I have this question. Now that we've been talking about it a little bit, is there a player that comes to mind from the that came from the state of Arkansas that went elsewhere? Arkansas, who Arkansas was going hot and heavy after, highly regarded, highly recruited, went elsewhere, and panned out great in college. Like is, and I'm not saying that in the Mostly negative way. Ba- almost basketball, basketball, for sure. Yes. <laughs> but football-wise, yeah. because I'm not saying that it's just they've been trash or they've been terrible and everything, but it's like there's very few players, I feel like, ha- that have gone on outside the state of Arkansas that were highly regarded, and maybe Courtney Crutchfield can be one of them, but have gone out and just one of those players in college where every Razorback fan kept looking over there at the other school being like, why, why didn't we get him? You know, it's a great question for Sully. I want you to save it if he's coming going, on tomorrow. He will be. Yeah. he is an incredible recall of stuff like this. He would probably go back, and I don't remember what they did at Tennessee, but there was a group of receivers at Warren he told me about back in yeah. the early 2000s, back yeah. when we were young tykes. Yeah, young and, tykes, yeah. And he, and he mentioned how, and I think it was something went sour with Nutt at Arkansas, and that's why they didn't go there. Mm-hmm. But they were highly talented. Again, Warren, shocking. Yeah. Great talent, great receivers. Wide receiver you. I mean, they contend- this is not like a Johnny-come-lately had just started with the Greg Childs and Jerry Wright and Chris Gregg. No, they had another trio before that that were incredible. Yeah. And I think they went on to play pretty well at Tennessee. You have to ask Sully what they ended up doing, but um, that was... I'm just speaking like in right. terms of since since 2000, right? Here, right? Yeah, recently, recently. Um, but he'll probably reference that if you ask him that tomorrow, just because. Yeah. At the time, he said it was a big deal that they were going to Tennessee and not going to Arkansas, being from Warren, small town. So that'd be one thing. But I can't because yeah, I know like the reason I'm saying also post 2000 because first one everyone bring up, I'm sure is Keith Jackson. You know, going, oh obviously, like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But just as far as in recent modern since 2000, I think is kind of the biggest one. You know, it's funny. Um, basketball is easy. Oh yeah, basketball. Could we could get, we could do a power <laughs> ranking list at ten down a, down a line. Yeah, not even yes. have to worry about it. But yeah, for. For football, you know, a guy like Michael Dyer, no, he went to Auburn, was MVP. That was one, absolutely. But he, but he, he fizzled out after that. And but he helped him win a national championship. He did, he did. Yeah. But that was kind of like the first one that came to mind. Maybe That's a good one. Maybe, uh, you know, Lee Zimba. Remember him on that Auburn team that won a national championship? He was a starting offensive tackle. He's from hmm. Fort Smith, Northside. Okay. Uh, I don't know, he's from Rogers. Excuse me, he went to Rogers. Uh, maybe him. Uh, K.J. Hill. To Ohio State. Yep, that was one that just got brought up uh, by Big John and Cabot. Oh on yeah, our no, no, text. structural solutions text line. Yes, yes. So like him. I, oh yeah, we have a bunch of them that are coming. Oh, in. and then uh, we had a uh, whiteout from Clarendon went to Tennessee. Okay. Um, but say because I remember Cedric Houston going to Tennessee. Okay. He was the running back, and I wanted to say he was out of West Memphis. Could be wrong. I know it's some part of the ask, Eastern part of Sully because he'll know. Oh yeah, he's we'll got, have to. Mister High School, he knows where all these high school kids ended up going. Yes, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to bring that up to him because I was just fascinated by it because I if you're doing the percentages and looking at the trends, I feel like personally there's a lot more players that went on after. 
could go outside of the state of Arkansas that were high recruited that you didn't look at later and say, man, if we would have, like, that guy it makes us so jealous. Like, if we had just had him, it would have been game changing. Not calling them bad players. It just didn't just, work out. It just didn't or, go to or, the expectation or, right. people had. Well, how about this? They ended up, they went to Arkansas mm-hmm. <laughs> for a year, but. And then bounced out. Could you could you count the Springdale uh, five? Uh, yeah, but I think only three of them left or something like that. Well, only uh, four of them showed up. Two of them left. Okay, because Ben, uh, ben Cleveland and the wide receiver I forgot his name. Uh, Damian Williams went to USC yes. as well as Mitch Mustang, but yes. there was Andrew Norman was the other guy. Yeah. And Damian Williams, for the record, was Andrew good at USC. Good. He yeah. was good at USC. He was good, yeah. and he played in the NFL yeah. for the Titans for a while. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that, other than that, man, it's. There's been a lot of there's been some high quality players that have come out of the state of Arkansas. Another texture says Cody Burns when he went to Auburn. Yeah, yeah, but I, he played wide receiver over there at Auburn when he was recruited as a quarterback. Oh, and oh, um, so that that's a different. What about thing. the kid? He did not pan out. Kyle Frazier, remember four yes, star yeah. uh, quarterback went to Auburn. Went to Auburn did and not then go well. Then transferred back and went to OBU. That's right. Had a really good finish to his career down in Arkadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah, there's a few. But of them. But you're right. There. In terms of just trying to figure, out, okay, where do guys go out and start? We got an Alti Ten Penny um, reference on here as well when he went to Alabama. That's right. So there, there have been some. But you're right. I just don't. I, I don't remember a lot of them being to that elevation of that four or five star recruiter, whatever they were, as opposed to basketball, where they all seemingly worked out mm-hmm. and did great yes. at whatever school they went to. I think about <laughs> in basketball, you know, you could say, hey, Malik Monk, you could say That's Kayvon Allen, one. you could yeah. say uh, Archie, Archie Goodwin, Archie, yeah, no, another, sure. a bunch of them that uh, went out there. There's even that Oklahoma State like wing player who was like from the 07 class, and I'm, it's going to drive Jamal. Wasn't Jamal Anderson? I love your randomness. Out. Yeah, you just pulled that one out. Yeah. That was good. The, the point is, like, yeah, basketball. There's been a lot. Football is not. So my whole point in saying all of that, at least, is to maybe just provide calm down a little bit of you know calming nature because you know who knows maybe Courtney Crutchfield goes up to Missouri and it's not a fit for him and he transfers back to Arkansas. I mean, not saying he would, but because of the current state of everything, it's possible. And or maybe he goes up there and. You know, Missouri's not for him, and he goes and transfers to somewhere out of the conference, and you never have to see him. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. You got another one. You started something here. You got another one. What is it? Uh, Gary Bohannon. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he originally he went to Baylor. He went to Baylor, uh, stayed there for like two years, and then transferred to South Florida for, that's I think, right. his last year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. D'Angelo Williams is another one that's getting thrown yeah, in there, too. Yeah, that one gets tossed around quite a bit. But he went to Memphis. He did. And so. he's from Wynn, so it was close. Right. And I think he wanted to stay close. I don't know how. Um, aggressive Arkansas was. They should have been great on him, or they should have been all over it. But, mm-hmm. but I think wasn't that around the time? Was it bef- pre Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, and all those guys? I think it, it was. It was right around there. Yeah, yeah. because I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was more of the Cedric Cobbs, Peyton, like right before Peyton Hillis arrived. I could be wrong. I think he was. I think he was one of the early Landers Award winners. Right. I think. Yes, because him and Cedric Houston, I think, were around the same time. And no offense to those players, but. Much rather have had Darren McFadden, you know, and, and Felix Jones was pretty good too. They're great. Yes, I, I would take yeah. some of those guys. So, but either way, uh, lots of stuff with uh, recruiting and everything. We appreciate all the message. You got the phone calls and the phone lines lighting up too. Let's uh, start off with Lewis. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's up, John? How you doing? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Uh, is that uh, Chris Kane in there with you? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey John, um, I heard your uh, well part of your your uh, your speech yesterday, and I, I agree with a lot of it. But I think one of the reasons that, like, I, well, I use myself for example, that we as fans are kind of disappointed is because we were sold with a bill of goods that these guys were great recruiters up here on the hill from mm-hmm. Sam Pittman on down, and we we're not really seeing the results of that. Yeah, we're seeing the results in the in the portal, but not really in, in high school recruits. And even though the, the portal is important, and I agree with that, but you still have to have a high school base if you want to if you want to really start a culture going. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why a lot of a lot of us are disappointed. And and I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Uh, Auburn. What was Auburn's record this year? Six and six, five and seven, or six and six? I can't actually. Got to look it up. That's sad, but. Uh, I think they went six and six. I think they went to a bowl game. They were. That's a great question. Fifth in the SEC West, <laughs> and they were six and six. There overall. you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. 
So, I mean, they, they only won two more games. But they had the ninth recruiting class. I think that's what I saw on ESPN yesterday. The ninth rec- recruiting class in the nation. Uh, they always do. I mean, they, they recruit. I mean, it doesn't matter have. who's there. That's the most incredible part about what they do. They they always recruit well. But, I mean, but they haven't been that high the last last few years, though. Like when Brian Harson was there, they weren't that high. I don't think. If I remember right, yeah. I mean, they had some they had some ups and downs, but for the most part, they've always been pretty consistent in the top ten, top fifteen area of recruiting. So, so I think I, you know, I, I think that's why a lot of us are disappointed is because you know, I, I you know, I know we had a down year this year, um, but you know, if 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 these guys are good recruiters, like you know, <laughs> or top notch recruiters, like we've been told. They still should have been able to get better than what? Is, what are they? A twenty eighth or twenty ninth ranked class or something? Yeah, it depends on which outlet you're looking at, but uh, you know, yes, about around there when uh, you start including everything. Yes, twenty eighth according to twenty four seven sports. Yes. Yeah. So, so that that's why that's why a lot of us are disappointed as fans is because we 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 were we were told one thing and we haven't seen the results. And you know, and I, and I and I expected. I'll be honest. You know. With Sam Pittman being there and, and supposed to be a great recruiter, and some of the other ones that we have, you know, I expected us to have, even with a down year this year, no less than fifteen to twenty. Right. That's what you know. That's what that's what I was looking for. Right. And I think a lot of fans were looking for that too. I could be wrong, but that's what that's what that's what my feeling. Is. Understandable. Well, hey, we appreciate the phone call, Lewis. Have a merry Christmas, okay? All right, all right, you guys do the same. Thank you. Thank you. See you, Lewis. Yeah, really good points there by Lewis. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue on with the Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Stay with us. A lot more fun, I am sure, is in store next. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. This is SportsCenter. Last night in college basketball, Arkansas State fell to Belmont 74-70. Their next game will be next Saturday on the 30th against Georgia State. Nationally, 4th-ranked Arizona took down Alabama and Phoenix 87-74. 21st-ranked Duke beat 10th-ranked Baylor 78-70. And 5th-ranked UConn fell to Seton Hall 75-60. And Arkansas basketball gets back to action tonight as they host Abilene Christian for their second-to-last game of the calendar year. Tip for the game is set for 6. Radio coverage will be on the buzz starting at 5.30. TV coverage will be on SEC Network. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer, and I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at RedRiverRam.com. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays during the Zone. Brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Located in the outlets of Little Rock next to H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Where there's Razorback football, there's the First Security Bank fifth quarter post-game show. Join Randy Rainwater, Marcus Elliott, and Trey Shap after each Razorback game right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Listen in as they interview players and coaches and discuss each week's outcome. Get inside the huddle and the locker room with 103.7 The Buzz, bringing you all the information you want to know. It's the First Security Bank fifth quarter post-game show, brought to you in part by Ortho Arkansas and Rainwater Holton Sexton. Serious injuries happen every day. If it happens to you, don't wait. Dial 8. Dial 8 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or wherever is easiest for you. Dial 8. 
888-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. We've got you covered, Arkansas. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Looking for easy holiday gifts for the adults on your shopping list? You're in luck, and so are they. The Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is a winner wonderland. Scratch-off tickets make great gifts and start at only a buck, and players win more than a million dollars every day. Share the gift of winning with everyone on your list. Give scratch-offs. They're easy fun with a chance of easy money. Join the winner wonderland. Gift, scratch, and win today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. Coach Nolan Richardson joins Randy and Rick every Thursday for Rolling with Nolan, presented by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There are a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. It's Rolling with Nolan, Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta <clears throat> ask, because I've always wondered, why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah. Dixon Street. Dixon Street? <laughs> yeah, Dixon yeah. Street. It was, uh, it'll get you. On 103.7 The Buzz. Trying to do the Christmas music too. I can tell. Along with I it, like it. You know, we have a lot of Christmas music in here, but you can tell the generations of music that we have, and you know what would be good comeback music for this radio show. Maybe different for other radio shows. What the comeback you're music saying? They wouldn't play this on the morning show. There's a lot of Glenn Campbell, um, <laughs> which I love Glenn Campbell, but there's a lot of Glenn Campbell Christmas in there. And I, I started playing a few of them. I was like. It's pretty slow moving and developing, you know? You know? It's about sometimes, the energy. Sometimes, now, sometimes you need to chill. You do. Good, yeah. You do, but like I don't you know. Were just saying, you were just telling everybody, hey, you need to chill. You need to chill about high school recruiting rankings. Uh-huh. It's going to be okay. Uh-huh. You know? Don't know if that's Raid the, the portal. The portal rankings are where it matters for this program right now. Yeah, but that's not as fun when you go when you have people chill. I say to people for chill, but they're not going to. So... Just keep getting them riled up. Keep getting the energy going. Like, that's that's what it's about. But, uh, yeah, I've been talking a lot of recruiting and signing day and, you know, people uh, having their own thoughts and opinions on it and where it's all where it's all going. But, again, I, I'm i over it. Like, just went on the field. Why don't you do that? Just went on the field. Who knows? Arkansas may have a good portal in the spring. Maybe have some new additions. Something like that happens. I don't know. But it's going to be this way, folks, until they get back on the field and actually start winning. As Lewis is was pointing out on that previous phone call though he said he was just disappointed the fact that you know you get a coach like Sam Pittman that is Mm -hmm. touted as a great recruiter great recruiter and some things just don't seem to change in terms of that but then Mm -hmm. other people pointed out on our structural solutions um, text line how a lot of recruiting rankings also have to do with number of players yes and so don't be misled by the fact that Arkansas signing 16 doesn't affect or would affect their rankings so don't be thinking that that's it it's not they're not able to increase their ranking they are able to increase that ranking because right now arkansas has 77 players slotted for scholarships and you know you can have 85 so you're talking about eight players that they're still going to be added and that also could include players that still transfer out so that's never fluctuating thing but uh, we'll have some audio to play from sam Pittman. but he essentially broke it down as they're gonna they're really trying to get more linebackers gonna get some cornerbacks uh, you know, looking at getting another running back out of the portal, trying to do it that way. Uh, you know, obviously, offensive line, interior offensive line is what he was specific about, which makes me wonder 
Does that mean they're good with the with the tackles? Does that mean that like, they feel good about the tackles? Well, what do they currently? What do they get in though? You know, in yeah. terms of, they got one interior offensive lineman, right? From, right from Tennessee. That's right. And I believe... And they got a tackle from Michigan State. That's right. Yeah, him. Yeah. And then the guy from San Jose State, I also believe, is a tackle. Okay. So, so it makes sense to want to maybe beef up the inside a little yeah. bit more. So the point is that they at least feel good enough to where they don't feel like they have to go get another one. Right. So, But they, they still got a lot of work to do. So, again, that's another deal. Who cares? Like, no, if, you, if Arkansas goes about and wins eight games next year, I'm not saying they will, but if they win eight games next year, everyone's not going to go back and be like, yeah, but that recruiting class yeah. in December. Was. I, think, I think seven is the benchmark. I, do I think seven is the mark to hit. They hit that. To fine. make people feel good. Yes. To make people feel good. Yes. That's, and with the schedule, that's what they got to do. Uh, let's go to the phone lines again. Joe is in the rock. What's up, Joe? Hey. Hey, John. Hey, Chris. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Joe. Hey, um, you know, speaking of recruiting, uh, and I'm kind of an old soul Razorback fan. You know, I'm, I'm old school, but... Uh, uh, with that said, Crutchfield, uh, I, I know someone in Pine Bluff that knows his mother very well. And uh, uh, he may be coming back around in a year or two to Arkansas, okay? Uh, we know it's not a level playing field on the NIL. We, you talked about this. Uh, I, I've, you know, I've read it on, on the boards. Um, Missouri has a state law that passed in the legislature that when they sign – they get their NIL money starts right then. Arkansas doesn't have that yet. We need it. So, in other words, let's say Courtney signed yesterday with uh, with uh, Arkansas, and he did. He wanted to enjoy his senior year at Pine Bluff and go to his prom. He couldn't and didn't go enroll until June. He would miss out on seven months. Let's say he got paid ten thousand a month. That's seventy thousand dollars. That's why Missouri. And Ole Miss, I believe. I think Mississippi has passed that. So we got to get on board, and it's got to start in our legislature. Uh, what do you guys think about that? And the last thing, Austin Ledbetter. Mm, uh, yeah. You know, I I believe you know he won three state championships, but you know Buck James had a machine down there, and I know one of the ex assistant coaches that was there with him, uh, junior high up and high school, and on those championships, and I'm trying to call him. But I believe he is a lot like an Austin Allen. He threw completions, touchdowns, and very few interceptions. And he he's, he already, he averaged five or six yards uh, a rush. So the guy's a pretty good athlete. He's not the biggest guy, 6'1", 190, 195. But I think he's real smart. I think we have a competition at quarterback in the spring. And I'm all for competition up on the hill. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Joe. Oh, depth, absolutely. And and just at this point, it's open. It's an open competition. You know, Jacoby Criswell came in last year a couple times, showed that he's got pretty good athleticism. We know he has a cannon for an arm, which is great. Right. Um, getting a transfer in from Boise State with a ton of athleticism and a ton of potential. Dale Green. But no one in my mind, is, uh, oh, yeah, that's your clear-cut number one guy. And I wouldn't even say there's a clear-cut number two. Or it, it, To me, at this point, if he goes in, and he being Austin Ledbetter, and shows any kind of promise and potential, don't give him a chance. At this, Petrino does not care uh-uh. where it, you're from, who you are, what your NIL is, <laughs> what your scholarship status is. He's going to pick the best one for his yes. offense, no yes. matter what. So if Austin's that guy, then so be it. Well, also... That's great. With the quarterback room, you mentioned Taylor Green, Jacoby Criswell. Then you have Malachi Singleton, who's going to be a redshirt freshman. You have K.J. Jackson, another four-star quarterback, who signed in this class. And then you have Ledbetter. So most times you're going to have five quarterbacks no matter what. Um, but, yeah, Ledbetter and him deciding this, I think it's twofold. This is just me going out on a limb. I think it's twofold to where it's also – I don't think he was going to be part of the rotation this year for baseball, just to be honest. Like, I, I – I think that it was a deal where they recruited so well, they got so many dudes, and I think that it was a deal where, hey, you're probably not going to peel you a part of it. And by him doing that and saying, hey, but maybe there was a deal with like Van Horn going to Pittman or something like that, where it's like, hey, you know, we still want you to be on scholarship, you know, we, we still or we still want you to be part of Arkansas and everything. Like Sam Pittman and Petrino just wouldn't take any player for the sake of taking them. Like there has to be some value. Now, even if the value is not in real games, the value is in you know scout team or in practice, or whatever, they're not going to take a player for the sake of taking a player unless they, at least I would hope not, 
there's some value. So there's value in what Austin Ledbetter is going to be doing for Arkansas in football. Well, apparently he's been working out with football yeah. players and, and doing you know mm-hmm. doing football activities yeah. even in his off time while he's been on the baseball team. That's so right. he's not been completely out of football shape or football status or right. stamina. Yeah, I'm fine with uh, I'm fine with always giving them uh, chances and again yeah. trusting Petrino, trusting them that you have there's to, reasons. Right? That's, yeah. a, I, that, that's why you bring him back. That's right. Sort of uh, reminds me of Connor Nolan, but like the reverse, where like he was almost forced into baseball and yeah. off of the football team because the quarterback room was a, a wreck and they were bringing in new guys every day, so he wasn't going to be competing. I think it worked out for Connor to go to baseball. <laughs> I think I think it, I think it was a better suited yeah. situation. Yeah, he escaped the ninth circle of hell. Man, yes. whatever it took. Uh, Jimbo is on the line. What's up, Jimbo? I don't know it. What about the tragic story of Alcee Pinpenny? Yeah, that yes. was one that was mentioned yeah. on our uh, Southern Structure Solutions text. Oh, he was. Yeah, he, yeah that, he was one of the ones, yeah. That was a crazy situation. He was. I watched him all through high school. He was amazing and apparently had a lot of, of problems when he got off college. And, uh, you know, the article said that he tried to kill himself down at Nickel State, and then, of course, then he had the car wreck, but... Just a sad, sad story. But let me uh, just for a minute, minute turn, join in on the discussion of us getting players. I mean, it's basically come down to letting people go to college for a year and let them get better and then basically buy them from a team. I hate what's going on right now, but that's really the only way that you can build up a team. You wait for a kid to get to college. You let let him see if he's going to do good. Then you go in and offer him a bunch of money and a bunch of NIL deal and get him to your school. That's kind of the way it's being played now. It's just pro football without the draft. Mm-hmm. So that's the way yeah. I see it. I, I, that's the way I think the only way we're going to be successful until they change the rules. Yeah, no, we agree. And uh, appreciate you calling in, Jimbo. I think that the current state of what it is in college football it's not changing so you got to you got to embrace it and i have no problems with say at arkansas them having players to where if you know if someone enters in the portal that's a really great player another school going and getting them but you know there's always going to be the reverse of that like chris Poupal, i think is a great example he wasn't a guy that they were just like i'm ah, moving on from or oh, he wasn't that good or oh they got someone better that was a player they probably would have liked to have kept but you know Lane Kiffin posting pictures that he's in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and this happens to be coincidental that Chris Paul is there, <laughs> and he have a visit, and he goes to Ole Miss. It's like, you can hate it when they leave, but you got to understand it's the same way when you are one of the beneficiaries of that same transaction. You know, you can't have it both ways. You can't hate that, oh, I hate the way that the transfer portal's working and, you know, going out and, and taking some players from us, or because Arkansas's doing the same thing, too. So you, you can't Is have Arkansas it both ways. taking any any starters like on top of your head. I'm trying to think of some that like like this year. Like yeah, like this year from the transfer portal itself. It's I mean right off the top of my head, I don't know of any like maybe sure from power five starters. Too. Yeah. You know that when you compare like Lane Kiffin coming to poach poop ball. That's I mean yeah that's it's a comparison I'm I'm trying to figure out you mm-hmm. know and, and or, or liken it to okay right. is there something like that where Arkansas has done the same thing to another the only thing I could think of is in basketball when they took Brazil right you know but I'm right. thinking football wise football wise though it's like they you know when they took Drew Sanders that's what I, yeah Drew but Drew they, was you know they did, but he he wanted to move positions now right. and wouldn't let him that's it or else he would have been a starter there yes so I think him I think uh, Dwight McLaughlin was a starter yeah. at LSU yep uh, Latavius Brini was a starter for the entire season at Georgia. I mean, he struggled at times over there, but he still started every single game. So they, they had him. I want to say Jaden Hazelwood was a starter mm-hmm. at Oklahoma, wide receiver. Uh, Matt Landers, I know it was Toledo, but he was a starter there. Yeah. So they've had some like yeah. that, that have been bona fide starters that they went out and kind of got and they came in. Uh, but a lot of times it's maybe, because you're not, how many, the, getting the starters from another major school to come to your school is going to be pretty few and far between. You know what I'm saying? Like because they're happy where they're at in most cases because they are the starter, and in a lot of cases, you would think yes, exactly. But, <laughs> but in some cases, though, I think kind of like the deal with KJ Jefferson. It's not necessarily about oh they, you know, he just got a bigger bag somewhere else and moved on. I think in some cases also the school that he's at just like you know what it might be best for you to move on, and you know we'll 
save a little NIL money and go and spend it elsewhere where we can find somebody that we feel more comfortable with. Here's what's interesting, though, about that is it seems like one position above others, we saw an overwhelming amount of not just starters, but stars Mm -hmm. hit the portal and was quarterback. Yeah. This this past cycle. That's right. Starters, too. Starters who were stars at their school. Mm -hmm. Where the school, unlike... Take Arkansas out of it. I'm saying other schools where the school was probably not trying to usher them out. Right. But where they said, oh, yeah, what did Matt Rule say? Good quarterbacks get one and a half to two million in the portal? Count me in. Going there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a big part of it. I I just wish it's never going to happen. The, the transparency, I'm always a big fan of. And there's not going to be any right never, And there's never going to be anything about it. So that's what makes this part suck. But it makes it great for discussion. It makes it great to talk about. But it sucks because everyone's going to be sold on whatever they want to believe. And there's not going to be any evidence otherwise to try and change their mind, even if they're completely and totally wrong. And that is the entire mindset and mantra of our beloved college football, yep. right? Whether you want to be a national champion or not, doesn't matter. Nope. If I want to be, I'm going to be. And I'm, I'm going to do whatever I need. crown myself that today. That's right. Yes. And it's it's like, it's all, it's, what is it like, the uh, whose line is it anyway? It's like, for the points don't matter and... You know, there's no rules, just whatever. It's college just, football. It's college football. Yeah. I, sh- I should say it's off-season college football. Because actual college football, yes, they do keep score and they do have rules. But in off-season college football, no. It's 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 a, just a crapshoot. Chris, by the way, you were asking about like a starter earlier that came to us that was sort of a made man already, right? Uh, Rakeem Boyd. That was like who I thought <laughs> yeah. of, Rakeem Boyd. He, Rakeem. he started, he was a star coming out of last chance. You probably the biggest player we've had just name-wise mm-hmm. coming out of like NIL era. Yeah. Stuff, well, I so. mean, that was, well, was pre-NIL even then, but oh, yeah, y- yeah, but Rakeem Boyd, and that's a name I haven't thought about in a long time. That wasn't that far, far back. A very long time. <laughs> got to move on from that one. Uh, either way. We're going to continue on. Oh, well, yeah. And also, uh, Jaheim Thomas, the linebacker for Arkansas now, came from Cincinnati. He was a star, so that's another good one. we got more to talk about. we got what's trending in the world sports coming up next year on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 30th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. 
For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, and friends. Whatever kind of outdoor fun you're into, you can find it at 52 parks around the state. Enjoy world-class mountain biking trails, scenic hikes, year-round fishing on sparkling lakes, and much more. It's time to get outside and celebrate a century. Find your next adventure today at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. The leaves are falling and the holidays are calling. Justin Agri and Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West. And if you're looking for holiday ideas for yourself to get ready or for someone else, Coffin by Design West is the perfect spot. We have big green egg products and accessories that are perfect if you're wanting to smoke a ham or a turkey for the holidays. And then we also have gifts, big and small. Picture frames, throw blankets and pillows, small home decor pieces, and steel products as well. And if you're not sure what to get, there's always an option for gift cards at Coffin by Design West. 14900 Cantor Road in Little Rock or online at KauffmanLumber.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download Bet Saracen or go to BetSaracen.com. NFL, college football, NBA, they're all in full swing. Also, college basketball, boxing, MMA, soccer, hockey, any sport, any line, any time. You can find it all at Bet Saracen. If you want to follow the odds, favorites, and underdogs, Bet Saracen is where you want to be. Prop bets, futures, today's events, upcoming games, in-game, whatever your sports betting needs are, Bet Saracen has you covered. Vegas odds are one thing, but you have to be there to legally bet those odds. Arkansas law prevents big national apps from operating in our state. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download Bet Saracen or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. DeBinion stays in at running back. McKJ's going to throw. Fade down the right sideline. Broden's in the back of the end zone. He caught the ball. Well, he didn't catch it, but they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> On 103.7 The Buzz. Is out of bounds here on Trash Talk Thursday. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, got Ethan in the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. Just a few days away from Christmas itself. Feels good. Feels really good. And I uh, know people are going to be traveling here. And we you know we were talking about this. You know we're 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 going to be at Twin Peaks tomorrow doing a live show. We have Monday and Tuesday off uh, here at the Buzz and Signal Media. I started asking people around here. It's like if you had your choice though, would you rather have? If you're going to get two days anyways. Friday and Monday off, or the Monday and Tuesday off. Mm. And I'm going to take whatever I can get, and I'm never going to complain. It's all the same. But to me, I don't know. Having same. having two shorter work weeks, though, you yeah. know, instead of having just one really or much shorter. I don't know. I kind of like having the four day weeks. Oh, I'm I'm a fan of the four day weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they've implemented that in some other countries in terms of just like their <laughs> overall work structure is four day weeks. Yes, I'm a big fan of that. That yeah. sounds wonderful. You need, need to do more of those. I too. agree. Yeah, 
Maybe one day when we run the world, we can change the world. One of these days. Inspiration can be the greatest way to do it. Uh, by the way, on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, 479 says, are you guys NIL Edge members? Are you? It feels like it's right up your alley. I am not. You're not? I protest it. I will protest it? I protest it. What are you protesting? Because it. I don't this is like... Up your, you are... You are the, the you are a, a, an alum. I am. A, you 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 carry the torch for the university on on statewide radio. I'm not, listen, I'm the fanboy. You of the are whole, hashtag fanboy. Hashtag fanboy. You have to who embrace it. Why, why? What do you protest on the edge? I don't like. Can you tell me why? Yes. And you tell yes. The statewide. Okay, I've, I've said I've said All it right, before. Go for it. Tell it's me. because of the company that they hired to run NIL Edge. I do not like the fact that that company takes a fifteen percent cut. So what are other comps in terms of how these? These work. What are some other? How, what are the other percentages you've seen for other universities that pair well, with they, nil they, they pair companies? With, if they pair with companies, it's probably the same thing. Okay. But so, to, but to the, me, because to me, but to me, you should the university themselves should be the one that you just mean the foundation put down. Yes, whoever <laughs> they need to have <laughs> their university own, can't right. So they need to have the their foundation. own entity and their own collective where they run it, and every dollar that gets donated to the collective. Goes to the student athletes. That's my thing. So that's why I've always encouraged people, anyone out there, and it's kind of what we do here on the Buzz with our NIL athletes. I'm not going to the collective. I'm going straight to the athlete, and then go to the athlete, and we talk to them or the representation and everything. And that's what we said because that way we know that every dollar that we send to them is theirs. How so? How would the people who are facilitating all these NIL deals get compensated for facilitating them? They they shouldn't. You should have the the place that has been hired and put together by the foundation or whoever. They get paid through the foundation. Okay. Their their full time jobs is that. That's how they get compensated. Okay. That's my point. Okay. So I just don't like some third party company in Las Vegas getting fifteen percent of the money that and do they Arkansas do this fans are donating. Do the same company like this yeah. do this. For they do it for uh, okay. Tennessee. They do it for Penn State. They do it for. Um, Trying to think of the other schools. There's quite a few of them that are they're partnered with. Yeah, but that was my only. But they know how issue. to. So clearly they, they this is their, thing. this is what they do. Yeah. yeah, and if it's good and if it works out to where it, you get a bunch of players and, and Arkansas is really up their game and everything, then I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm great. I just don't. I didn't like the idea of that fact. I'm like, you should be able to just have your own little thing where you know, like you're gonna be ran by Razorback fans who, you know, love Arkansas, want to see him succeed. Not some third-party company that's kind of just like, eh, you know, we'll hire some people maybe from Arkansas, but you know, we still get we still get our chunk of change. Well, they got they're not going to do it for free. Yeah. Well, then that's why I go so back you, to you just paying them lower full time. Per, you just want a lower percentage. Yes, I just don't like. Would ten yeah. percent make you happy? No. Five <laughs> percent? If I'm, it's like taxes. You're like no. If it's, not, I'm, it's like taxes. If I if I'm paying it, I would like to know it's going towards something good and not some money bags over there in Vegas, so you can go to the craps tables. Like I'm trying more to time. get you the best players. I uh, hope it works out then. We got more out of pounds coming up next. Across town for a meeting. Hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics. Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter